Are you ready to podcast? I got my podcasting fuel today. Today's podcasting fuel is uh, I've uh, it's a mix. It's a it's a mixed tale. It's a uh, you're big into these terrible mixes, but go ahead. Yeah, thank you. It's a diet Dr Pepper. Yeah, like from the theme song, from uh-huh. our theme song, mixed sure. with a black cherry uh, white claw. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why not just drink the white claw? I don't know. I was already drinking a Dr. Pepper and it tasted good. And then I was like, oh, I don't know. It's got it's it's got a kind of similar flavor profiles, I guess. Well, this is the uh podcast where we review shitty reviews. Yeah, man. Tell yeah. me about it. Yeah, we feature all of your shitty reviews, you angry folks out there who hate everything. But sometimes we also read reviews, you know, where they may be on to something. True. That's true. The review. Yeah, that's true. That all will come out as we review the reviews. (laughs) Right. Uh, The show is called Tosp Wosage. Tosp Wosage. The one star podcast without Scott and Jeff. Get it. Tosp Wosage. Tosp Wosage. Review it all you one star reviewers. Scott and Jeff, what happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Top Sash, Top Sash, wants to podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews, one star reviews, we're reading one star reviews. Yeah, the new theme song. That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. Okay, Doug, I guess we got to do the start of the show, huh? Do we? Yeah, we were start. we were just starting this show, right? So we were just kind of get about to get into it, right? We were just, we played the theme song. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, here we are. We're here. The theme song just played. I am in honor of the theme song, <laughs> drinking a diet Dr Pepper. And I'm Doug. I just want to say something right right up top here, Doug. I just wanted to give a shout out. Oh, to boy. our uh, main fan base. Uh huh. Uh, die stars mailmen Ma- oh yeah mailmen mail carriers we are huge with the usps yes over 50 percent of our listeners are mailmen mm-hmm. that's right and, hello uh, mail mail carriers kip mail carriers mail carriers so just want to say what's up to jacob out there <laughs> and oh uh, yeah and jesse jesse tucker listening on your route Feel free to share this with other mailmen. Yeah, let's, let's get, the, get every, let's, let's get, get them the all. Let's get yeah. Send out some. Maybe we could send some mail. Oh, like have them have them kind of like uh, sneak weird tosspassage postcards into the mailboxes. Are there tiny digital? What if it's one of those uh, birthday cards where you open it and it plays the whole podcast? You know, the ones that play oh, that's the song. a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's like happy birthday from Toss Passage and then it opens and it plays a whole episode. I like that. And we could have cards with the, yeah, different episodes for different occasions. Like, <laughs> like if you're graduating or if it's your grandma's birthday or, uh, you know, you might want to listen to episode 2008. Oh yeah. If, that'd be perfect. Uh, if your uncle just died. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's a card for every occasion with an entire episode of Tosposage. 
Yeah, which episode inside. were you listening to during your quinceanera? You know, and it's it's rude to open the card and say you'll listen to it later. Listen to it right then. <laughs> yes, in front of everybody. Please. Yeah, I'm a guest. Okay, Doug. So, uh, we you are our first guest today. Welcome. Oh, what a treat! Welcome for to the show. Our listeners. And uh, tell 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 the people. Uh, Bienvenidos. What, Tell tell the people how they would know you. I have no idea. Maybe this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, you know him from this podcast. You, yeah, if you're listening, you you know me from earlier. I was talking earlier as well as right now. Yep. And Good to uh, be here. I think we should maybe start the show off this week with a little bit of uh, what you got. Okay, I I'd be happy to read you what you, what I got. All right. Uh. These are some reviews for uh, Spearmint Rhino in Las Vegas. A few weeks ago, Ooh, I read reviews scandalous from Deja episode. Vu. Yeah. Deja Vu, we had that guy who went multiple times and reviewed it every time. Yeah. He knew, all, knew everybody's name and everything. Yeah, he gave this good is reviews, a, though. Yeah, he, he, he gave... Some mixed reviews and some, yeah, some bad ones and some good ones. But yeah. uh, these are one-star reviews from Spearmint Rhino. And this is David W. from Utah, you know, scandalous going to Spearmint Rhino from Utah. And the Spearmint Rhino is a, uh exotic dancing establishment, correct? It's a gentleman's club. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And this was recent. This was September that he went. And he says, mostly, show- mostly true gentlemen go to these places, right? Yes, Real gentleman, all, like if a if a woman is describing a gentleman, right? You see a, a lot of uh, a lot of laying coats down by puddles. Sure, at this club, that would be a good club. Is you just go in and you get to be extremely chivalrous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, David W. One star. Show caution: nine hundred dollar drinks and four hundred dollar drinks. Yes, vodka and cranberry. This place will jack your card up to see if you're going to contest it. But if your wife gets wind of this, it's touchy. The problem, <laughs> touchy. The problem here is I'm not married, and owners should be looked at by the Department of Justice. Owners should be looked at by the Department of Justice. <laughs> the owners? Did you say boners should be looked at by the Department of Justice? No, I said oh. owner. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Straight up robbery if you go here. I would give zero stars if I could. I'll repost after my attorney communicates with the owner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that. Lawyer that. looking into how much he paid for his. He's, he's saying one drink cost $900? I think all in, like he got jacked for $1,300. For two drinks? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. That's pretty I, Yeah. He says that he, that luckily he's not married because otherwise his wife would have caught it on the credit card? Well, he believes that they do this to credit cards. They jack it up because they don't think the husbands will contest it because they have wives, you know? Hmm. That's what I think his logic is. Okay. Okay. But then he's saying, well, you messed with the wrong... Guy, 
Because I'm not married. Okay, you know? right. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, the department, the DOJ's right on, they're on the case, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Chris C., this one's kind of weird and sad, uh, gives it one star and says, so dumb, the Romanian girl working had no clue she was being exploited. I felt so sad for these girls. Uh, is this what they think America is about? Save our women. Hmm. Yeah. But he's at the strip club. Yeah. Like, I don't know what. He's, <laughs> he's going there to rescue people, Doug. Yeah, I'm confused by his uh, motives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure there are people being exploited at Spearmint Rhino in Las Vegas. Yeah. DOJ. Yeah. Yeah, people uh, that are being made to buy $900 drinks. And that's, uh, let's welcome our next guest, Merrick Garland. <laughs> uh, okay, here's Mitchell L. from Toronto comes down to see what a real gentleman's club is. Okay. Uh, one star. If I could leave no stars, I would. Drinks were way overpriced, mm-hmm. and the wings were very below par. <laughs> Venue was very dirty, and they did not follow COVID protocols. Would definitely not repeat. Avoid this place at all costs. I'm surprised they're still allowed to operate. P.S. The staff is beat. Go to Sapphire. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't. I, I, when, I, when I'm at the strip club, yeah. which is often, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't usually uh, go for the wings. You know, what, you know what I like at the strip club? What? The breasts. <laughs> yeah, I like the, I like the legs. <laughs> yeah. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? But I, I wouldn't get that. Drinks were get... way overpriced. The wings were below par, but the breasts <laughs> were on point. Uh, I also love that. You know, someone who is conscious and maybe fearful of COVID is going to a strip club at all. <laughs> right. And ordering right. a bunch of food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you eat with your hands. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, not that I've uh, been to a strip club before, but I never would ever consider ordering food. No. No, I, I never, I didn't even know there was food, I guess. Yeah, it's very weird. Well, yeah, I guess I have been to some that, no, I, I mean, I take it back. I've only been to restaurants. <laughs> um, Mike G gives it one star uh, and says, things have certainly changed. Limo is still free. However, now they can charge $45 cover just to enter because, you know, COVID. The vultures still act as if you owe them just for walking in. Drink before you go in, skip the BS hustle of dances and rooms, and get a drink and donate some singles. Tell the overly pushy strippers to beat it. Enjoy the stage entertainment for a bit, and then bounce. Hmm. So he gives it one star and then goes on to tell you how to squeeze the most enjoyment you can out of it. Huh. Which uh, is kind of him to do. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, okay, here's one from Catherine K. from Seattle, Washington. And she gives it one star and, and says, This was the worst club out of three clubs that we went to. They had the laziest stages I could have stayed in Seattle, Washington. 
They had three girls on stage, so nobody got a song that they can actually dance to, let alone do any tricks. They just shook boobs slightly near you and try to ask for money. Most of the girls wouldn't even smile, and if they thought that you didn't like them, but it was actually because they all had dead bitch face and wouldn't leave until you drop a couple dollars. Seeing girls talk blatantly before coming up to you doesn't show any skills. Don't plan your attack in front of us. Yeah. Oh, they they converse amongst them, each other how they're gonna how they're gonna play you, kind of. Yeah, they they like huddle up huh. before before going in. Wow. And then they yell, "Break!" Here's Marina S. One star. Too many skinny short girls. Mm-hmm. Was here four years ago and had way more fun and way better options. Not everyone wants a short toothpick. True. Very true. Thanks, thanks, Marina. Yeah. Uh, here's another guy who got ripped off. Only bring cash. Do not leave a card on tab. $1,269 charge on our card without our signature. Won't refund even with irrevocable proof. Do not let anyone bring you a drink. Watch the bartender make it. We got drugged. Pre-batch transactions with a post-dated time left at 4 a.m. Got a receipt upon leaving for 8.45 a.m. For the dancers and the atmosphere, management fucking sucks and won't look into how our card was fraudulently signed. Go get a hooker. Better value. (laughs) Weird. Weird review. Here's a big, oh yeah, here's a big one. Amanda S. from Moore Park, California, gives it one star and says, went for a bachelor party and got scammed out of $12,500. Wow, (laughs) 12,000? Taken from my bank account and two different credit cards. Have no idea how it happened or what the charges were for. I will be disputing the charges. They're shady and disgusting. $12,000. Take cash and and give no card info if you go here. Update. It's up to over 13000 now. They're still charging the card. This no. is looking really shady. They also will not return any phone calls. This is all happening in the last, like, four months, too. Jesus. And then, those, she must have accidentally wandered into one of those shady strip clubs. <laughs> the business owner, whose name is Deja V, which, uh, you, you know, I don't know. Dave Jabu. Dave Jabu. <laughs> Dave Javu is a great name. Uh, we, take, we take complaints just as serious as compliments. Thank you for bringing this to our attention, Amanda. <laughs> oh, that helps a lot. Thanks, Dave Javu. <laughs> um, so uh, the Spearmint Rhino, just take cash if you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they will uh, send a limo from your... Or to your hotel, though, to pick you up and take you there. So that's good. Yes, it's free. But then you have, there's a $12,000 minimum at the bar. Once right, you get there. yeah. The drinks uh, are a little pricey. Uh, Two yeah, drink minimum. Uh, the first drink is $900. Your second drink is $700. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good business model. Uh while I was reading these, though, it made me think, wouldn't it be nice just to have like a, 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 a nice, really friendly strip joint where everyone got along and mm. the drinks were cheap and the Very wings honest, were good? Honest establishment? Yeah. yeah. 
a mom and pop strip club where all the pole dancing is polite. <laughs> the please and a yeah. thank you. Come for the wings, stay for the breasts. All right, Kip, what else you got? Or oh, what you, you know, got? I saw this movie recently what you got? on the plane. Uh-huh. And I've told you about plane movies, right? Like I love, I always like them every time. Yeah. Never seen a movie on a plane I did not like. The most Maybe captive just... audience ever. I would love if we ever make a movie to just release it directly to planes. Maybe <laughs> that's a good Can idea. You do that? Yeah. We, uh, there should be a distribution company that does that straight yeah. to planes. Yeah. It's a, when you're on the plane though, if you search deep enough into the movie selections, it seems like there are a couple that went straight to plane. I saw the lake house on a plane and I fucking loved it. Yeah. See, here's the movie I saw. Uh, the newest reboot of the vacation franchise. Is that with Ed Helms, Ed Helms and Christina Applegate. Then that kid that's in everything. And then some other kid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and people did not like it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. I had a couple laughs. I enjoy the vacation movies. Sure. You know? In this one, they are... Um, they're kind of... The family's in a rut. Bit of a rut. You know, they haven't been on it. They always go on the same old vacation to the same old kind of lame lake house. Oh, yeah. Where Sandra Bullock and... Yeah. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, uh, so he kind of remembers this crazy trip he had one time as a kid mm-hmm. where he went to Wally World. Oh, so it's Rusty's point yeah. of view. Ed Helms okay. is Rusty grown up. Gotcha. And married. And so he wants to take this family to Wally World. And so they take a cross-country trip trying to go to Wally World just like his folks did. And a lot yeah. of the same stuff happens, you know, as they do in... Um, what do they call them? Rehashes? Uh, right, yeah. A remake of Remakes. some sort. Okay, so, Rehash, but, yeah. Yeah, not many people enjoyed it on this uh, Letterboxd. Okay. Going there's reviews. Uh, this person, uh, Film Guy 120, gives, this, uh, gives the movie one half of a star and says, I never seen this movie. I never want to watch it, but I'm pretty sure this is my rating of it if I ever did. Nope, can't do that. Illegal. No, and his name is Film Guy. <laughs> right. Film Guy 120, as if he's like a reviewer or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah. Got a lot of ethics, this film guy. Never seen it, don't want to watch it. But here's my review if I did see it. Here's one from uh, Solar Roasts who gives it one half star and says, it's kind of crazy that a studio will give millions of dollars to a movie that didn't make me laugh once while there are children starving in the streets and orphans living broken lives. So this, uh, the way this guy thinks the world works is that uh, big Hollywood studios decide uh, whether they're going to make movies or give their money to children starving in the streets. Right, yeah. Which I suppose they could do. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I think if orphans saw this vacation movie, you know, it would give them a little break from all of their yeah. troubles. Bring and, a little bit of joy. Uh, and if these people actually liked the movie and went and saw it at the box office and it made a bunch of money, maybe they would have taken some of the, the uh, proceeds right. from the movie. Yeah. You know? uh, here's one from uh, Not Tyler G. 
who gives it one star. I want another half star review. Uh, for me, being a random movie watcher, I said, why not watch this? It can't possibly be that bad. Ha 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 Seriously, Ed Helms, you are funny in the office. What happened here? I'll just gonna hope that it was the script's fault and call it a day. 16 out of 100. 16 out of 100? Yeah. Oh, that's his rating? He's yeah. developed a new rating system? Yeah, he's, blame, he's blaming the script here. Um, 16. He that's goes very, on and yeah. says, uh, so then, it, here's, it, and here's somebody, this is from uh, Lackland, who really, you know the people that really dig deep into these wacky comedy movies, as if they're like uh, reviewing some sort of like a, yeah, Oscar movie for like, uh, the New yeah. Yorker. This person really goes deep on this one. So here we go. It's good. He says, uh, each joke is accompanied by a painfully obvious execution. For example, Rusty brags about the sensor system in his Prancer car, but it quickly malfunctions when he wedges his arm in the door. Rinse and repeat the Murphy's Law ad nauseum. So this guy's like. Breaking down slapsticky jokes. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a joke where the guy is supposed to have a sensor in the car that will stop when, this, when his arm goes in there. This is someone who expects people are going to read his reviews. I know. I know. It's funny we, that I've never heard somebody break down beat by beat just one wacky slapstick moment from a goofy comedy movie like this guy does. He says, uh, we could realistically empathize with the Griswolds when they accidentally took a detour in the 1983 classic or when they skulked for miles in search of the seasonal tree and Christmas vacation. Nothing is remotely corporeal or grounded when they frolic in raw sewage or nearly descend down a waterfall. Broke out corporeal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, the, for the National Lampoon movie. Yeah. Good one. Uh, a stab at meta-references, a la the infinitely superior 21 and 22 Jump Street, and, the, and Stone Crandall, the Adonis husband of Audrey, Leslie Mann, a stranded Chris Hemsworth, is equipped with a gargantuan phallic prop and faucet analogies, which are pretty haggard traits for jocular possibilities. Oh, boy. <laughs> jocular. Uh... It that like how does this person not know that this is what this movie's gonna be? I don't know ahead of time. It's weird. Uh, here's here's not this is yeah. another, this is a word that I don't even know what it means. But uh, he's using that as another pretty big word here. So you tell me what this word means. I'll tell tell me if you know which word I'm talking about. Perhaps an Audrey centric sequel might have been more fecund fecund terrain. Mm -hmm. You know what that word is? Not really. F e c u n d. Um, Fecund? the ability to produce an abundance of offspring or new growth, fertility, fertile. <laughs> okay. Alas, we're being suffocated by this unholy spawn. The ratio hasn't swung in a continuation of the franchise's favor. Time to repossess the truckster and condemn Wally World as a contaminated wasteland. Did they go to Wally World? Yeah. Was it closed? No. Was the real fun uh, the f fun they had along the way? Yeah. 
This is interesting. This is a review in Spanish, one half star from Jasmine, that says, Mis amigos me hicieron ver esto. Cinco estrellas solo por la aseña de Chris Hemsworth y su pito enorme. (laughs) (laughs) She says she's giving it five stars only because of Chris Hemsworth's huge penis. (laughs) Ah, okay. Un pito enorme. I want to see if this uh, movie is streaming. What's the movie called? Vacation? Vacation, yeah. Here's one. Here's one from Yuval, another one-half star review. This movie, dot, 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 why? What? It's my third time watching it. First time, laughed my ass off. Second time, it was okay. This time, it was literally cancer to the brain. It's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Wow. Watched Watched it it three three times. Yeah. Didn't care for it the third time. Okay. Interesting. This uh, oh, it was made in 2015. It's streaming on HBO Max, folks. Here's another. Uh, I love these because here's another overly written review. This one's in. You'll like this one. So this one is by Liam Daly, who gives the new vacation movie one half star and says, A complete disaster. Did foolishly written to directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein from Game Night and starring Ed Helms. And so he keeps saying what they're from here. This <laughs> is yeah. really funny. So he goes, And starring Ed Helms, Monsters vs. Alien and The Lorax. What? That is not what he's from. I mean, Christina yeah. Applegate, Mars Attacks, and Just Visiting. <laughs> Leslie Mann, George of the Jungle, Charlotte's Web. Oh my God. <laughs> this guy's like auditioning for, yeah, he thinks this is going to get him on staff somewhere. Chris Hemsworth, Thanks. Men in Black International. <laughs> Chevy <laughs> Chase, kept from Caddyshack 2 and Fletch Lives. The, Not oh, even from sequels. the original. <laughs> two sequels. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo, Honky Tonk Freeway and High Spirits. Keegan Michael Key from Mr. 3000 and Role Models. And Michael. a bunch of other wasted talents. Rusty Griswold plans a cross-country road trip with his wife and two sons in a bid to revive the lost, the lost ties between them. However, their trip turns into a series of mishaps for the family. Yeah. It's that, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that's it. That's what happens. Uh, that's his review? That's the re- that no, should that- be the review. Oh, yeah. That should be it. <laughs> like that's, that's how you would review that movie. It's here's, like, an, here's another one from uh, Frederick Keb, one half star for Vacation. Don't really want to watch this again. It was so long and boring. Some of the things were kind of funny, though. How many stars? One half star. Oh, jeez. It deserves but, more than that. I'd I give it a 17 out of 100. I'm just not sure that you're like you're supposed to watch a movie more than once. Right. Their review is that you shouldn't watch it two times. I don't really want to watch this again. All right. We're starting then it over. Who wants to watch it again? This is a good one. My dad refuses to turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally begged yeah, him to turn this thing off, and he won't do it. Someone please help me. <laughs> Classic dad move. <laughs> Kids, yeah, don't have to worry about that anymore because they have their screens, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. They could, just, they, they could just go watch whatever they want on their screens. I know, man. We did not have that, did we? No, we had to, I had to watch Days of Our Lives. Yeah, I watched a lot of Golden Girls episodes. Well, yeah, those are good. Though. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you would have picked something else. 
yeah. at the time. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> the old Whatever ladies sitcom show. Was show on. The old ladies. Yeah. Empty Nest. Oh, every, everyone knows what Golden Girls is. Kid. There's a Golden Girls spinoff that I watched. Yeah. Empty Nest with uh, Richard Mulligan and Joe Isuzu. Yeah, Daniel right. Le- Daniel Leisure. Yeah, Joe Isuzu. Uh, I miss Joe Isuzu. Yeah, he's uh, no longer with us. Uh, so I believe. All right, Doug. Uh, what? 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 Should we? Uh, should we hit the break here? Should hit we hit the, break the brakes on this show? Yeah, hit the brakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're. I mean, we were going way too fast here. to the top give me a break i'm looking forward get behind me pull out every stop i want a happy ending i'm tired of pretending won't let them get the best of me whoa 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 give me a break the game is a bible give me a break and plan my arrival give me a break Welcome back to the One Star Podcast without Scott and Jeff. I'm Kip. And I'm Doug, and we're back, baby. With a J. Do you pronounce it with a J or a J? J. Tasse You do it like a French, French pronunciation. I do it like a, as if I'm saying like a police badge or something. Tasse Oh, I say Sage. Yeah, I say Sage. Tospo Sage. Yeah. Yeah. To each their Tospo own. Sage. Sage. Tospo Sage. Wissage. Our French listeners. So our French listeners hear it. Uh, never which know. reminds me uh, about the big international contest, Doug. All right. Yeah, this is Let's a. Hear uh, it. This is for all of you listeners out there who. And we know this applies to most of you that your ultimate dream in life is to be a guest on a podcast. Right. Right. It's it's uh it's really something that's very difficult to do is be a guest on a podcast, mainly because you have your own podcast to worry about, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so be, being a guest on on someone else's it's a very rare thing. Yeah, and many kids grow up with the ultimate dream of being a podcast guest. Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, there's many vision boards out there that are just pictures of uh, you with like a little microphone cut out of a magazine mm-hmm. um, that looks like you're a guest on a podcast Yep. on yep. your vision board. And we here at Tosplissage, are about to make your wildest dreams a reality with our new Tosplissage You Be a Guest contest. Okay, let's hear it. What are the, what are the rules and rate? What's the fine print? Okay, so here's how it works. Uh, if you want to be a guest on Tosplissage, send us an email and let us know that you want to be a guest and then you can be a guest. It's just that easy, folks. Yeah. Just get, go on your computer, go to your favorite email 
provider <laughs> and uh, just compose an email with the address tosbwasage at gmail.com. Now, this is tosbwasage, not wosage, okay? We got this email when it was still the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. So tosbwasage at gmail.com. Email us. And you can be a guest on Tosposag. Yeah, you make just make your he- he- make your heading be "I want to be a guest on the show," right? And then the body can just be like, "When do I come on?" Right, and then we will email you back with a Zoom link. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, what? How exciting for our listeners! I mean, this is a huge contest. It is, and and. Uh, We'll do. We'll allow this for the first 100 uh, emails. They'll all be guests on the next 100 episodes. That's right. So exciting! It's nice, and it feels good to just ma- help people make their dreams come true. You know, right? Right. Gives you that good yeah. feeling inside. We're like, uh, we're sort of like John Cena with the Make a Wish Foundation. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so if you if you're if you're the type of kid that is make a wish eligible, maybe go in that direction. Right. Yeah. Maybe, go on John Cena's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Doug. Do you have any uh, one star news? Any top message news? Thinking about watching this movie Vacation uh, as soon as this podcast is over. Are you really gonna watch it? You better get on so. a plane, man. You better get on a plane first. That'd be great to set up a little entertainment area in your home that was just like a plane. Yeah, you're all crammed a, in there. <laughs> with a monitor on the back of a seat yeah. Yeah. in front of you. <laughs> little and tray just, coming down. Yeah, and then like it, your uh, significant other can stop by and offer you a, a Verner's. <laughs> and you just you like know? fucking love every movie. Yeah, Every exactly. movie, man. That's uh that kind of goes along with my idea of turning my bedroom into a hotel room. You know, huh. not to not to rent out, but just like aesthetically so you make feel- it exactly like a hotel room so it, it feels like I'm on vacation all the time. <laughs> That's a great idea. It's exciting. Um, uh we've got a guest, Doug. We've got a big big time guest. Oh yeah. Super today. excited. Yeah. Um should we bring him in? Let's do it. What do you know hey! about Hey. We should. He's uh, he's uh, a, a, a television writer. He's a writer on American Housewife. Yep. On ABC. Very talented individual. Very funny. Former he's, roommate. Yeah. He's written on a lot of a lot shows. Of shows. He worked on. on that show uh, Gallivant, which I enjoyed. Franklin we, and Bash, which he enjoys the movie Digstown. It's Hollywood's Patrick Sheehan. Gentlemen. All right. Good to be here. Oh, wait, that's not me. What up, boys? <laughs> how are you? Uh, we Tell you how Pat- I am. Tospa, Tospa, Sag. I want to be <laughs> get on Patrick. Tospa, Sag. <laughs> to- Patrick, right. welcome back to the podcast. Gentlemen, thank you. Um, I'd like to, I, I, am I the first repeat guest? Or- I think you might be. No, I did. A, I did a lot in the first 100, you know, but the, of it, course, they're, they're lost. You did. Forever. You did. You were probably on a hundred times in the first one hundred episodes. <laughs> At how's how's life treating you? Any one star experiences recently? You know, not really. I've been having, you know, I've been rolling out about a three to five stars lately. Great. So, Can I ask you? Uh, sure. 
a question about one of your jobs. I remember you used to tell me about one of your jobs mm-hmm. at the pizza place. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do uh, did I, you know I've had a lot of pizza jobs. Did oh I remember the one where you were working at the one in Port Angeles, right? Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Did you did did were reviews a important thing then, or was it more like somebody had to actually write something and hand write it to complain well, about you? No, I mean, it, well, it, it was kind of a small town, you know, it was on the Olympic Peninsula, mm-hmm. and uh, you just got full frontal kind of asshole customers all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people were uh, uh, really unhappy on the days we had, um, you know, the buffet. There was a lot sure. of big people there. So I was the cook in the back. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, and, you know, the I was making all the pizzas by myself. And this woman was working the front of the front of the house through the window. And she kept yelling at me to make a dessert pizza, which is, you know, kind of like a Cinnabon. Have you had yeah. those? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was in such a rush in the back. I had to. Uh, the kind of um, the frosting has to be kept in a kind of a boiling hot pot, right? Okay. Uh-huh. But I, uh, I accidentally put it in upside down. So the, um, the, the top where the spigot was, was all congealed. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And the rest of the bottle was just very hot. So um, <laughs> she's yelling at me like, I need this damn pizza, man. I'm just trying to squeeze the, <laughs> the, the topping out through the bottle and the bottle exploded like boiling hot cum all over her face. And she like <laughs> fell down. And... <laughs> it was great. Then I quit the job. So. Uh, did you, <laughs> did you, uh, did you, how many, uh, have you ever been fired from a pizza job? No, man. I, I I've always taken the, like, uh, you know, like the poison video route of quitting <laughs> where like, I just like throw my shirt, hop in my truck, <laughs> just peel out. <laughs> And then go play Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> but I will tell you this one thing about pizza places, though, as yeah, being yeah. a veteran of working at many yeah. different pizza establishments. Uh-huh. Um, you know, people at, if you call and are like a Karen or give a one star treatment to somebody while ordering a pizza or like call and complain, you know, it's the cooks in the back that are answering the phone a lot of the times. And yeah. May or may not be some retribution in terms of like things going in your pizzas that oh, you don't yeah. want in there or you don't know are in there. Just, what's the uh what's the uh i'm not going to confirm or deny whether i've done any of that myself but just that's be careful you gotta be really nice talking to people at restaurants in general that's like, why i love right? benny hana's because you could just be a raging asshole yeah. to the guy <laughs> also subway the entire subway's time. good because you can just really yeah. give somebody at subway the gears and they have to make it right in front of your face <laughs> what's uh <laughs> what's the uh most foul thing you've seen go into a pizza and for uh, what, what was the reason just you know like people calling up like hey pete's like stoned kids yeah. obviously you know uh but just you know spit <laughs> stuff you know <laughs> rubbing your hand all over your balls and slathering it all over the sauce yeah i just want you know, spit taking a on pizza one, dough and just like rubbing half. it right up and down your butt crack <laughs> oh, no oh, no <laughs> the statute of limitations is up yeah that's right all right uh pat you are here for a segment we call uh what else you got are you familiar with the segment i mean yeah it's my favorite segment in all of podcasting okay well yeah here's how it works good to hear uh we uh tell each other what we got let's go start us off you want to start us off today 
I can start you guys off, sure. All right, Pat Sheehan. Ooh, what else you got? All right. So um, I've been looking around at One Stars, and I stumbled upon uh, on Amazon a DVD of Adam Sandler's movie Jack and Jill. <laughs> okay, great. Right? Uh-huh. So now you got to you got to understand that the people reading writing these uh, they were searching around for a comedy movie like <laughs> right and bought one at a dvd yeah. okay yeah and then that was mailed to them over two days and then they popped it in their dvd player and watched it yeah okay <laughs> so they really wanted it <laughs> but like you know there's a lot of you know they're picking and choosing they're yeah. you know they they want something tangible that <laughs> sure. they can <laughs> you know all right so here's some one stars uh shallow regurgitation of every typical brother sister movie on the planet but worse and now there's an interesting twist to this too love to see al pacino in the movie (laughs) (laughs) is is he in that (laughs) yeah but but this film is just not worth it adam sandler does not play both roles well and is incredibly unbelievable playing the sister (laughs) sister's character is very much underdeveloped with nothing in the story to make us feel for her or even recognize her as a character. But yet the whole story centers around this character. Poorly written, poorly acted. This film is proof. Even Al Pacino has more screen presence than Adam Sandler. And as a side character, this film is just not worth your time. Even Boy, that was a backhanded dig. more stage presence than Adam Sandler. But yeah, but like by the end of uh, reading all these reviews, we're going to find a silver lining, okay? Yeah, of so, Al wait, so, so they're saying that Al Pacino is a better actor than Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, there's so, one of their conclusions here. Yeah, but in a back, they said even Adam <laughs> yeah. or Al Pacino is better than Adam Sandler, which means they thought he sucked yeah. before. But in yeah, comparison, they like right. it. So Zaire says, "What the fuck is this bullshit? This yeah. is the same motherfucker that wrote Uncut Gems. I was bamboozled <laughs> into renting this because my friend is obsessed with Dunkachino." which is Al Pacino's role. Okay. Please, for the love of God, <laughs> save yourself. <laughs> oh, says, it, I, uh, I've seen the, the Al Pacino part. I'll send it's you like, guys a link. Do you guys want a link? Yeah. It's a one minute yeah. thing. Yeah, definitely. Financial help is making health Skip the more ad. Affordable Skip it. More Skip the ad. Skip Something's the ad. Okay. brewing at D&D. Wow. Al Pacino. It's not Al anymore. It's Dunk. Dunkachino? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. What's my name? <laughs> Dunkachino. It's a whole new game. Dunkachino. You want creamy goodness? I'm your friend. Say hello to my chocolate blend. Attica, Kua, Lucky Light. This whole trial is out of sight. They pull me back in with hazelnut too. Caramel swirl. I know it was you. Everyone wants my Dunkachino. Can't get enough of my <laughs> Dunkachino. Kids from 7 to 17 lining up for my Dunkachino. What's my name? Dunkachino. Dunkachino. I like it. I've never seen yeah, that movie, but I, I do really like it. You can stop this part. Yeah. But it's so it's like, you know, out of all of this, you know, awful one star garbage on this movie. There's a silver lining. It's Dunkachino. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is one more I thought was really funny. So, I mean, there's a just a hundred one stars of this. Yeah. Um, but then poor Juan C. Patino. The headline is fraud, fraudulent orders. 
Okay. He goes, I never ordered this. Please stop ordering it to me. <laughs> so some poor guys is getting trolled with DVDs. <laughs> it would be really cool though if he watched it and and liked it. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got. Let's see. I'm gonna go with uh, Doug. What do you got? <laughs> oh, here's what else I got. I got a uh, some reviews of the hotel resort casino circus circus. <laughs> oh, dude, that's and like one step up from uh, our old haunt. Right. Yeah. The Riviera. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The way, first big Vegas trip. Yeah. But Circus Circus is somehow still in business. And uh, here, here's one that doesn't isn't the best written review, but I think it gets the point across. Read this one. Uh, Tiana <laughs> S. Um, this is a perfect uh, uh, description of what Circus Circus is like today. She gives it one star and says, if I could leave negative stars, I would. We paid for eight nights at this hotel, and it was nothing but a nightmare. Our room had no hot water, like ice-cold water in the shower. We got stuck in the elevator hallway for over 30 minutes waiting for an elevator, as many of them kept breaking down with people in them. The elevators would stop literally mid-ride and just sit there. Talk about scary. Called the hotel to inform them about the elevator service and to please send help, and I was told that they would put in a work order. We are stuck in the elevator and you're going to put in a work order? <laughs> Everything closed early, like 7 p.m. early. How? It's Vegas. My husband and I were walking through the hotel to leave and there was a young woman vomiting in the doorway. <laughs> there were no hazard signs or anything. <laughs> like puking area? What kind of hazard sign? There was Warning, no attempt to hide <laughs> or give the woman privacy. Just outward vomiting at the main entrance of the casino. High resort fees, like more than the actual room itself, they are classifying themselves as a resort, but nothing resembling a resort at all. There is no housekeeping done to our room for eight days, none whatsoever. They stayed the soap eight is days horrible. at Circus Circus? Jesus. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> the area. Last thing that came to mind is that they also turned off the water in our entire tower for days. Like days? no water whatsoever. Oh my God. I, and then here's the best sentence of the entire review. I am a politician and I frequently stay at hotels for extended <laughs> periods. And this by far has been a complete and utter nightmare. I wonder if it's Ted Cruz. <laughs> no, it's uh, Kamala Harris. No, it's someone named Tiana S. from San Francisco. Oh, but uh, I don't know what kind of politician she is. I like how but they yeah. refer to that vomiting woman as if she's like a, some sort of a feature of the hotel. Like yeah, vomiting. <laughs> exactly. Like the, their, their version of the Bellagio out front there. <laughs> Don't forget to stop by the vomiting woman on your way in and it, out. It also sounds like they're, it, it sounded like they were writing the review while stuck inside an elevator. Like they, <laughs> Maybe they're so. still there, like the whole review, they were in, stuck inside that elevator. There are lots of reviews about the elevators. Really? Um, yeah, <laughs> which sounds wow. kind of scary. But yeah, eight days at the Circus Circus. Dude, that's like eight days in Vegas alone is hard. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah, let alone at like uh, the shittiest hotel on the Strip by yeah. far. Uh, Kip, what else you got? Uh, let's see here. I got a, uh, this is a review for like a, a bike shop 
there's a place where when I was in, um, I was in Copenhagen recently and I rented a bike. Oh yeah. To ride around. Cause ever like everybody's riding. Everyone's bikes got bikes. Like, there's more bikes than way more bikes than cars. Like people don't, there's just like, there's whole roads that are just for bikes and whole like mm-hmm. street lights that are just for bikes and shit. Um, but this is a, this is one from uh, this bike shop called uh, CPH bike rental. Mm-hmm. And this guy, uh, I think this guy's his name's Gaia. And he gives this place one star and says, uh, the guy who helped me, was very rude and his colleague was just sitting there. I understand that you might be busy, but I bought my bike at this shop and took a three hour bus ride just so that they could take a look at it because that's what they suggested and no help was given. And then here's the owner writing back yeah. right to this. Is, oh, the the owner Gaia, responding is always great. Dear Gaia, I am the guy you talked to when you were in the shop. And as I told you when you were here, we will gladly help you and repair your bike. I did also tell you what's needed to be done and gave you an approximate price for the repair as well. However, you didn't want to bring your bike since you live far away from here and therefore you would instead prefer to have your local mechanic look at it in case you change your mind and want us to have a look at your bike. You are more than welcome to swing by and bring it in for repair. P.S. My colleague was having his lunch break and therefore was just sitting there. (laughs) Yeah. That's that belongs on the subreddit. Quit your bullshit. Yeah, it's great. That's Aaron. <laughs> it's yeah. great. I love it when they just uh, they come right back with a counterpoint to every single thing that you said. What did yeah. your dad rent a bike? No, he didn't this time. Just just me. I was riding around. I went to go see the Little Mermaid statue. <laughs> sure. You <laughs> yeah. I remember when we were last time yeah. we were in Copenhagen, yeah. you couldn't get enough of that thing. Yeah, I the last time I had to <laughs> take pictures and stuff for the little girls, you know, because they love that little mermaid movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's why you were taking all the pictures the first time in two. Yeah, the first time we were there. Because I thought maybe yeah. one day I'd have two young daughters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat Sheehan, what else you got? All right, I've got one more for you guys. <clears throat> All right. This one, uh, this one is for a um, a 12-piece fake poo kit. 12-piece? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so it's got like, you know, it's the jumbo pack. It's got your, you know, your little logs and your big logs. It's just, you know, it's different hues of brown. It's, it's a nice little collection. <laughs> Where'd you find uh, this? Uh, just on Amazon. I just wow. Amazon fake poo. Okay. So, uh, but Kylum says one star chemical smell. <laughs> I bought this as a gift, but couldn't even give it because the smell was so awful. I got it a couple of weeks ago and it had such a strong smell. I wasn't comfortable giving it to a kid. I thought the smell would lessen over time. And I even tried washing it in scented soap, but nothing helped. So, <laughs> so I just think it's kind of awesomely ironic that like you ordered fake poo and it just reeks so bad. You had to throw it away. Yeah. yeah, I love it. <laughs> the joke's Honey, on you, what are you Island. doing? I'm uh, washing my, I'm washing the fake poo <laughs> in the sink. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like that, that you have to, uh, yeah, it's recommended that you, rinse off your fake poo first <laughs> like it's a fucking but, uh, but yeah you guys got anything else that's all i Doug, got, what else uh, you I got, got some what else i got okay a couple more circus circus reviews here's one from amber j this hotel is disgusting the room is trash the customer service is garbage i feel dirty sitting here i'm scared to bring my clothes up 
We called and they won't let us leave. Stuck <laughs> here next to a crack hotel. Please go somewhere else. This is not child friendly. Wow. I don't know what they, she means by not letting them leave. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's horrifying. Uh, you could leave. But here, here's another great one. Tamara J gives it one star and says, horrible. I spent $30 for points and she didn't win anything at all in the claw machines. She can't even pick prizes up for my daughter because my daughter cries. She didn't win anything. And, and me and her are pissed off. So that's a lot going on there. I don't think I've ever that's, seen anyone win a claw. Yeah, those are that's, that's the hardest game there is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she spent $30 on the claw machine and didn't win anything. But this reminds me of my time in Vegas when uh, the, the bar next to our hotel was called Half Shells. And they had a claw machine. But instead of toys, it had lobsters inside. Live lobsters. What? And it was called... It was called Lobster Zone. Awesome. <laughs> and, and Chad, did you, did you ever Chad, get one? Yeah, Chad. You know, kept playing until he won a lobster. <laughs> and then, like, then they're supposed to cook it for you. They're supposed to go kill this lobster that you've just uh, won, which is incredibly sad. And I think uh, Ch Chad was trying to pull a uh, Homer Simpson and, like, you know, keep it in his bathtub or something. <laughs> so he didn't want to kill it. But ended, it just ended up going back in the lobster zone. But hope, hopefully it's still alive to this day. Oh, man. Um, Kip, what else you got? I got a, uh, I was wondering if Pat might, Pat, you guys might want to play a little game. One of our old, old, uh, famous uh, favorite games from the show. I like, I like games. Yeah. It's uh, called uh, Toothbrush or Dildo. Okay. All right. Okay, so this is where I read a review. The review, and then you guys try to guess if it was a review for a toothbrush or a dildo. Okay, Sounds great. Good. Okay. All right. Here's the first one. Toothbrush or dildo? Okay. <laughs> this is review is from Sarah, who gives this item one star, and says the title of this one is "Better Off Using a Chainsaw." <laughs> Here's the review goes. Um, the most painful toothbrush I have ever used. Forget getting my teeth cleaned at the dentist. This took off all the plaque plus three layers of enamel. They really should consider pulling these torture devices from the shelf. The head is so huge you stab yourself while brushing. The bristles are so rough that it literally left wounds around the edges of my gums. Now I'm going to be stuck in quarantine. I'll be stuck ripping my gums off for weeks. Okay, well, it's obviously so that's a dildo. the toothbrush version. Okay, read it with okay, now dildo here's the now. dildo version, okay? Okay. Okay, Sarah gives us one star and says, better <laughs> off using a chainsaw. The most painful dildo I have ever used. Forget getting my forget getting my asshole cleaned at the dentist. This took off three layers of skin. They should really consider pulling these torture devices from the shelf. The head is so huge, you stab yourself while using it. The outside is so rough, it left wounds around the edges of my gums. Uh, now Sand, I'm gonna sandpaper be sandpaper dildos. Now I'm gonna be stuck, stuck ripping skin off for weeks. Okay, what do you guys think? Um, I think it's a hybrid 
dildo okay. toothbrush. Oh, like one side <laughs> oh, is a yeah. dildo and one other side is a toothbrush. Yeah, like like a survival or, dildo tooth toothbrush. Okay. Yeah, you push a little button, and uh, a toothbrush comes out of the dick dick hole of the dildo. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, yeah. in all in all actuality, I do think it sounds like a toothbrush. Okay. Okay, you're gonna pick. You're gonna pick a toothbrush. What about you, Doug? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go toothbrush. Okay. All right. The answer is always toothbrush. <laughs> okay. Here's the next one. Ready? Yeah. This one uh, is from XX Amazon Shopee RXX, and the this one is says uh, one star and says toothbrush too small. Mm-hmm. Three exclamation points. I'm a male adult in my twenties. It is way too small for me to use. When I saw the size medium, I assumed it would be a little bigger for me to use. It wasn't. It feels like it's for a little kid. Size. Yeah, it feels like it's for a little kid. It also wasn't soft at all. You know, I like my toothbrushes soft. I received these in the mail and it arrived later than usual. Not satisfied. I just donated my package of toothbrushes that I received from Amazon to someone who would use it. Afterward, I went to the store and bought a bigger toothbrush that is softer to use. Hmm. Well, that's yeah. a dildo. Yeah, I think it might be a dildo. Let's try the dildo version and see if it sounds better. Okay, uh, here we go. Uh, XX Amazon Shoppy RX gives this uh, dildo one star and says, dildo, too small. <laughs> I am a male in my 20s, and this dildo is too small for me to use. When I saw the size medium, I assumed it would be a little bit bigger for me to use. It wasn't. It feels like it's for a little kid. It also wasn't soft at all, you know, because I like my dildos soft. Yeah. I received this in the mail, and it arrived later than usual. Later than my dildos usually show up in the mail. Not satisfied. I just donated my package of dildos that I received from Amazon to someone who would use it. Afterward, I went to the store and bought a bigger dildo that is softer to use. Yeah, big softies. What do you guys think? Nice, tiny little soft one. What do you think? Big soft dildo? (laughs) I'm going to go with a tiny wee little toothbrush. Okay. Doug? (laughs) Yeah, it sounds to me like it might be a toothbrush. The answer is always toothbrush. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. Ready? How can this person not know that the the medium means something, not the size of the toothbrush? I don't know. I don't know. How yeah. soft the bristles are, right? Isn't that what that means? <laughs> no, Doug, sure. it's actually like if you know, if like firm, soft, and hard is all about the arm of the toothbrush, not the bristles. Was oh, it about the core of gotcha. the pornography? <laughs> yeah. Soft medium core. core. Medium yeah. core dildo. Uh, here's yeah. one from uh, Amazon customer. It says, pretty misleading to label them as soft when they clearly are not soft at all. They're tearing up my gums. My dentist told me to stop using them. Pretty misleading to label them as soft when they are clearly not, especially from what I thought was a reputable company. They might be knockoffs. And all yeah. five-star reviews for these makes me even more suspicious. Never buy counterfeit toothbrushes. Or dildos. Yeah. Or dildos. Yeah. Well, yeah. That one you know, sounds like it might be actually a Sibian. 
<laughs> you know what that is? Yeah. Wow. That's sure do. You guys know what that is? <laughs> I worked. I worked at Playboy Television for yeah. several weeks. Me too. <laughs> I remember one time, uh, we did a hidden camera bit with a Sibian, where the uh, actress sat on the Sibian and the Mark was in in control of the speed but the speed got out of control and she uh i believe orgasm to death no <laughs> the the actress and then someone came in and blamed the guy controlling the speed of the sibian yeah. so that's that's what i did I, my first year in you los angeles should, uh, if you okay totally. that's uh thanks for playing uh toothbrush or dildo you guys Awesome. Right. I think right. you guys did work pretty well. All right. Uh, any who else? Is, who's got some? Doug, any, Pat, you got anything else? Uh, I'm all I'm all good. Uh, Doug, you got anything? How about else? you, Doug? What I got it, it, nothing else. Nothing else. No, anything else, Kip? Uh, not right yeah, now. Pat, you know, uh, thank you for joining us. You guys always a pleasure. Huge fan of the show. It's uh, if you are out there listening to the show um please do us a favor and go uh and rate it review it give it one star and one star only we're going for a perfect one star uh experience here like it or hate it you gotta rate it one star right doug that's right and email us tosswasage at gmail.com and tell us about your podcast and if you're the first person to email us, we'll send you a transcript of episode 104. <laughs> Still out uh, a good one. That was a really good You have to pay movie. the postage, though. <laughs> it's the podcast you love to hate and hate to love. It's Tossed with Sash. Ear art. <laughs>